It takes a humble mind and a curious spirit to go past the hubris that ignorance and knowledge bring. Through questions, specific concerns are addressed, doubts are dissolved, and understanding is achieved, which is the goal of this podcast. We believe asking questions provides one of the quickest and most precise routes to understanding, which translates into the correct execution of actions and the attainment of desired outcomes. This is where Solomon Ray comes in. Solomon Ray is a prolific Bible teacher, executive leader, advisor and sponsor, known for his love for Jesus Christ and people, wisdom and unique incursions into God's word to provide relevance, clarity and understanding for personal leadership and a more productive life in Christ Jesus through every area of life. We trust this podcast will help you provide clarity to the burning questions you've been harboring all these years. Let's delve into the podcast and listen attentively as Solomon Ray brings clarity, insight and understanding to some questions. Take a listen. Greetings, I'm Ipema Sangu from Yaoundé, Cameroon. This I wish to ask is every Christian called into the fivefold ministry? Hello, good day to you and trust you are all doing well. Thank you very much for joining in and thank you to all those who are listening and making it a point of duty to just be there every show, every episode. Every day, like I've always said, there are people who are interacting, engaging with the content that we have. Thank you very much for that. And to our listeners, our friends and brothers and sisters from Spain, hola, welcome to the show. And we have some new listeners from Spain. I hope I did justice to the pronunciation. Let me try that again. Hola, thank you very much. Welcome and feel right at home. And to all those who have been here, once more, thank you for being here from the beginning. And thank you for your faithfulness, not just to me or to the show, but to your faithfulness to God, His Word, wanting to know Him, wanting to be more, wanting your life to count more for Him. Thank you very much. It goes straight into the deepest parts of my heart to know that you're faithfully engaging. Thank you very much. Last week was phenomenal and we are on our way to the 700 and 800 downloads so far. This is amazing. Thank you very much. Thank you. All around the world from the team and myself and we say thank you very much. God bless you. So, Welcome to the Podcast and here our intention, our goal through this podcast is to dissolve your doubt so you can perceive life and approach it correctly, understanding your Christian walk with Christ Jesus and your Christian living with others, maximizing your time, purpose and assignment for the glory of God and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. That's why we do what we do here and that's the goal that we have. In every question that we are answering, in every solution, in in every answer we are giving, that's what drives us. Thank you very much once again. Let's start with a word of prayer. Thank you, Father, for today. I want to thank you for the week past. I want to thank you for using my voice and my body to speak to your people, to relate your information, your mind to your people. I want to thank you, Father, for all those who are listening around the world and to those who have joined. Lord, I pray that may you continue to influence and impact them through your word. Thank you very much for all that you keep doing in and through our bodies. Thank you for provision. Thank you for protection. Thank you for health. And thank you for the healing that you keep distilling in and through your word. Thank you for the promotion. Thank you for the wisdom. Thank you for the understanding. Thank you for granting us to see yet another day and another week. We pray that may this week be a week of excelling, a week where we get deeper in the knowledge of you and in who we are in you. Holy Spirit, help us. We can do nothing without you. We can't even understand your word without you because you are the power and the spirit of the word. Thank you. Start with us right now and end with us as well. In the name of Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen. So 
so just a quick one before we start i thought it wise to have a how-to guide on how to use this podcast because in the feedback that we keep getting people are asking questions and one thing that i keep getting around is some people don't know how to approach and how to use this podcast or this resource correctly and just to help us to guide us so we can leverage on that to build even how we interact with this resource so the first thing to understand is that this podcast is beyond just a podcast you know our goal and intention is to provide a resource this is a resource for christian learning for your learning and growth and development in christ it's a resource i've noticed because i'm in the training and of course as a teacher bible teacher teaching from across the board i came to realize that we don't have a lot of resources that help us within the day to kind of plug in and just to listen or even to watch Um, but we are getting to the watch part soon but for now just to listen when most of us study our bibles in the morning or study in the evening because we can't carry our bibles everywhere we are so within that lag you know from morning to evening we are kind of lost in the wind and our thoughts wander we have some spare time we don't know what to do with it so this podcast first is a resource for christian growth it's a resource for you to know more about god a resource for you to know more about who you are in christ and to distill understanding precisely to some concerns that you might be having in your christian walk and even with how to relate with others that's the first thing so think of this as a resource it's not just a podcast it's a resource for you to use and number two is that i urge you to engage the power of repetition i know it's a human tendency or it's a natural tendency to just listen to something once and we think we're done with it engage the power of repetition listen and listen repeatedly because the word says that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of god but the word for hearing there is a repetitive kind of hearing you don't listen once i was in a conversation with someone yesterday during a prayer breakfast meeting and in a discussion this was one of the things that we're talking about listen and listen repeatedly because she was um, asking me how do you do to recite the bible the verses accurately and you just have the verses i said okay number one yeah the holy spirit is there to help us and to help me and to help every one of us and number two we have to listen and listen repeatedly. So this podcast, don't just listen to it once and say, oh, that was a nice podcast and it's done. Like I said, it's not a a podcast for popularity's sake. It's not a podcast to just add some random points and some random thoughts, but it's a podcast that's there to serve as a resource to help you know God more, to know yourself more, and even a resource for you to use within the day in a more creative way. So listen repeatedly. That's why we're having one episode per week so that you can listen to one episode when it is released like once every day or twice every day just listen and listen because beyond listening to understand you're listening to receive a spirit there are two things that are released when you're listening to information one the knowledge that you're getting from it and two the spirit of the word that comes with that information because every word has a spirit that backs it but that's a talk for a different day and number three please listen to it creatively you know the podcast is there is free and you have your smartphone from apple podcast to spotify to every other place that you're listening to your podcast you can just have your earbuds and a pair of headphones and maybe in your garden and during your break time at work you can listen to it and let me just use this time to say a big shout out to Gertrude, a faithful listener and she was just relating to me that at her workplace during her break time she just listens to the podcast and that is listening to it creatively you know when you're on commute from your workplace to your home or from your home to your workplace or just around and you have some time to spare in the taxi you can just always plug your headphones and just be listening so you don't waste any time and maximize the time that you have interacting with this and also listen in a community you can listen with some friends hey i have a content for you that can help you let's listen together and you now create a discussion point around that we can now bounce off each other and learn together and finally share with friends don't learn alone please share with friends and family don't learn alone if there's something you've learned out of this do well to share do well to share with your friends if i grow and you don't grow the body of christ is still in serious impairment but if i grow and you grow and we all grow together then we are stronger remember it's not about one person it's about the body growing together in synergy 
Thank you very much. So, I think I thought we should just have that. So, thank you very much again to Gertrude. God bless you. She works in one of the high-res organizations here in Cameroon and in Yaoundé. I will not divulge that for her own safety and for her own privacy. So, let's start. Our question for today, like you've heard already from the audio, is from Epia Masango. And once more, Epia Masango, thank you. Masango from Cameroon and the summary really is this very straight to the point and that's the way I'm going to approach the question because the question is is every Christian called into the fivefold ministry but knowing that we have a global audience I don't know at what point we are in and I don't want to get into assumptions just assuming that we know things or assuming that we have a clear understanding of what some terminologies mean so I'll start by defining where Christian is, I'll define what ministry is, and I'll define what the fivefold ministry is, because I'm sure for some people, this is the first time they're hearing what the term fivefold ministry. So what is fivefold ministry? And then we'll get into the question itself, are all Christians called to the fivefold ministry? So first and foremost, who is a Christian? In my years of teaching, in my years of working with Christians, in my years of serving them as a mentor, coach, even a spiritual leader, one thing I've come to understand, even in my years of training in the corporate environment, one thing I've come to understand is don't assume that people understand things. Don't assume that people know things because it is a basic concept. For example, the aspect of purpose. If you ask everybody, you might just assume that they know or we know. But just from the podcast we had, the episode we had on purpose, you see that purpose is a quite different dynamic when you look at it from God's perspective. So, who is a Christian? And these are things I was kind of threw them down. I didn't read them from somewhere. So, we are doing our best to have this in the show notes. Though the show notes will have a limited number of characters that we can use. But I'll take my time to go through the definition so you can write and add a name there, Slumun Ray, in case you want to share that or somebody asks you where you got the definition from. So, you can just write there, Slumun Ray, God elsewhere. Because I didn't get it from somewhere else. So, a Christian is one who has accepted Jesus Christ as Savior, Lord, and Master of their lives through the born-again experience and is a disciple of Jesus Christ with the ultimate goal of becoming the express image of his person. That is, becoming as Jesus Christ himself, the master teacher. Every word matters. I'll take it again. A Christian is one who has accepted Jesus Christ as Savior, Lord, and Master of their lives through the born-again experience and is a disciple of Jesus Christ with the ultimate goal of becoming the express image of his person, that is, becoming as Jesus Christ himself, the Master Teacher, living and accomplishing his purposes in the earth. So that's who a Christian is. Not just someone who believes in Christ. That's a very limited definition. Because as a Christian, you are someone who believes in someone for a reason and for a definite purpose, wanting to achieve a definite result. So this definition encapsulates and captures all the fine prints that a Christian is supposed to go through and and achieve. Let me repeat that one more time for those who are listening. A Christian is one who has accepted Jesus Christ as Savior, Lord, owner, master, absolute owner of their lives through the born-again experience and is a disciple of Jesus Christ with the ultimate goal of becoming the express image of his person, that is, becoming as Jesus Christ himself, the master teacher, and participating in fulfilling his assignment here on earth and beyond. So what's ministry? We keep hearing that, I mean, ministry, Solomon Ray, Goddess Web Ministries, what's ministries? It's a very popular term in the Bible, particularly in the New Testament. So ministry is anything, I repeat, anything. Ministry is anything done, especially the administration of one's assignment in Christ Jesus with the mission to have all men in your world saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. So the culture of God through Jesus Christ finds expression in everybody and territory. 
Let me repeat that again. Ministry is anything done, especially the administration of one's assignment in Christ Jesus with the mission to have all men in your world saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. So the culture of God or with the purpose that the culture of God through Jesus Christ finds expression in everybody and through everybody in all territories. It's very important that we have that definition. So I said, is anything, remember, APS question is, are all Christians called to the fivefold ministry? Ministry is anything which fulfills all of that. So just go through again and thank God there's a podcast you can always repeat. Go back and repeat and repeat. So, what is the fivefold ministry then? What's the fivefold ministry? I know many of us have not heard this before, but the fivefold ministry are offices. So, basically, it refers to the office that Paul makes mention. But let me just give the definition first, then you understand. The fivefold ministry are offices comprising of apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers instituted by Jesus Christ as gifts to the church for the ultimate purpose of developing and maturing the saints till they attain the fullness of the stature of Christ Jesus. That is, until the church is fully filled with the fullness of God to the end that Jesus Christ through them might fill the entire universe with himself. I know it's a pretty long one, but just stay focused. Just relax. You can write it down because I'm not sure we'll have time. Um, the characters necessary in the show notes to have this. But write it down. Take your time and just write it down. And just listen to every word. The fivefold ministry are offices comprising of apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers instituted by Jesus Christ as gifts to the church for the ultimate purpose of developing and maturing the saints till they attain the fullness of the stature of Christ Jesus. That is, until they, that is the church, is fully filled with the fullness of God to the end that Jesus Christ through them might fill the entire universe with himself. Wow, I love that definition. So let's just get into context. Let's read from Ephesians chapter 4, from verses 4 to 13 from the New Living Translation. And I read, 4. I'm beginning from 4 for context sake, but the real crux of the matter starts from 10. But 4, let's read. Verse 4. For there is one body and one spirit, just as you have been called to one glorious hope for the future. 5. There is one Lord, one faith, one baptism, six, one God and Father of all, who is over all in all and living through all. However, he has given each one of us a special gift through the generosity of Christ. Eight, that is why the scriptures say when he ascended to the heights, he led a crowd of captives and gave gifts to his people. Notice that it says he ascended. This clearly means that Christ also descended to our lowly world. 10. And the same one who descended is the same one who ascended higher than all the heavens so that he might fill the entire universe with himself. 11. Now these are the gifts Christ gave to the church, not to the world. These are the gifts that Christ gave to the church. Colon. The apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, and pastors and teachers. 12. Their responsibility, this fivefold, fivefold means because there are five offices. Their responsibility is to equip God's people to do his work. 1. Number 2. Build up the church, the body of Christ, and the result of that. This will continue, that's verse 13, this will continue until we all come to such unity in our faith and knowledge of God's Son that we will be mature in the Lord, measuring up to the full and complete standard of God. So that's where the fivefold comes from. And we have some place in the Bible where we mentioned that, but we don't have time to read all of that. So the fivefold ministry, there are offices comprising of apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers. And these are offices that were created by Christ himself. And they are gifts from Christ to the church, not to the world, to the church. They give to the world now are those who have been commissioned from this fivefold or who have been raised by this fivefold and commissioned to the world. So the fivefold gift to the world indirectly, but the real gift is to the church because the assignment of the fivefold is to the church. So let me say this, talking about fivefold, there are some things I want to clear. 
just very fast. Number one is that admission into the fivefold ministry is not by will. You don't just decide I want to be part of that fivefold. It's Christ Himself who handpicks individuals. He chooses them. It's not by will. Number two, admission into the fivefold ministry is not through certification. It's not because you've gone to, please, I'm not saying this to minimize those bodies. They are very important bodies and they have contributed and they still do contribute to the maturing and the preparation of the people of God. So to do their work. So I'm not in any way demeaning these bodies. That's a disclaimer beforehand. But let me say this, admission into the fivefold ministry is not true certification, meaning that it's not because you've gone to Bible school or a seminary that when you are graduated, you are now into the fivefold because they call you pastor, you see, or they call you prophet or teacher. That's not how you get into the fivefold. It's not true certification. It's not by will. It's not that at all. So number three, admission into the fivefold is a gift from Christ Jesus personally to the church and usually from birth. These are people that Jesus Christ himself, he sends and chooses them usually, I don't want to say all the time, but usually from birth, even when they are conceived, he has already chosen them. They are gift to the church, his body, not gift to the world. They are gift to the world indirectly, but the real people that they are sent to or commissioned to is the church. And like we read, their responsibility is to teach the church, the body of Christ, how they should do ministry. That is God's work. And number two, to mature them to the point where they all become fully filled with the fullness of God. So that Christ has complete dominion in their bodies and lives his life through them. Now to the world. I hope it's very important, but we are going to look at that down. So, admission is exclusively by Jesus Christ himself, who chooses individuals, and usually is from birth. The mothers of these people know that, oh, God told me that this my son, this my daughter is called to this or has a special destiny. They are called from birth. And those people cannot run away from it. And they have a specific assignment, a specific thing that God sends them to do in the body or to the body of Christ. It's very important. We tend to mix up many things and jumble up so many things. And that's why we have the confusion that we have today. But again, I'm just saying this to just clear some things. And the final thing to note is that the fivefold are not equal to the rest of the body. This is so important. Please see when god sends someone to you as a solution to you there are two ways you can respond or you should not can there are two ways you must respond so you can get everything that god has sent to you through that person number one is to believe in them that they represent they are who god says they are not just believe what they are saying believe that they are who god says they are and number two listen to them Listening is an act of submission, an act of acceptance, an act of trust. So number one, to get the blessings that God has sent to you through someone, there are two ways you have to respond. Number one, accept them in the name that they are coming with, that God has sent them to you with. So if a brother of yours or a sister of yours is, let's say, a prophet or a teacher or a pastor, and you don't relate with them, from that level as pastor but you relate with them as brother or sister you will miss the blessing because there is something that familiarity does familiarity brings dishonor and one primary way of getting whatever thing god has for you from god and through people that he sends to you is by honor you see so there is this widespread belief that all christians were all the same that's largely out of ignorance but the fivefold are not equal to the rest of the body your teacher is not equal to you i mean equal in terms of you know if you have to balance everything the student always has to sit and the teacher comes and teaches and the student has to be subject to the teacher Please, we must understand this. I know many of us have a democratic mindset and we are all equal, we have equal voices. It's not the same. It's not true. Let me say this. One of, this is not my subject, please, but I just want us to get some things. The principle of lawlessness. The Bible talks of lawlessness and the Antichrist is the prince of lawlessness. He is the king of it, actually. Lawlessness is when there is no law and when there is no law, everybody does what they like. That's the result of lawlessness. Everybody does what they like. Everybody is president. Everybody is king. Everybody is doing whatever they want. So, the principle of lawlessness requires that everyone be equal. And this now sets a precedence for familiarity and then dishonor. That's why in communities where we have a high sense of we are all equal, there's a lot of dishonor in that circle. Familiarity, then dishonor. 
So the principle of lawlessness requires that everyone be equal. I have a lesson called understanding dishonor, something like that, yeah. The principle of lawlessness requires that we are all equal. And when we are all equal, it means that no one is above anyone and we are all the same. And because of that, this now sets a precedence for familiarity and then dishonor. And when they dishonor, the power of God cannot flow from the people he has sent to bless you because you dishonor them. You dishonor them by not regarding them correctly. You dishonor them by not responding to them correctly. Christ said, if you receive a prophet in the name of a prophet, then you will get a prophet's reward. So you must receive the prophet not as your brother, not as your sister, not as your colleague, not as your friend. You receive a prophet in the name of a prophet, in the name of the prophet that God has made him or her. So you respond to the person that God has sent to you from God's perspective, not from your physical perspective, how you see the person, you see. And number two, under this fifth point is that ranking is one of the fundamental principles of order. When I ask you now, put your room in order because it is not in order, say, put the house in order. The first thing you do is to clean. The second thing you do is to rank. And to rank means the right positioning. You put the pillows where they should be. You put the sofa where it should be. You put the carpet where it should be. You put the chairs where they should be. Right positioning, ranking. Because of ranking, ranking now instills a hierarchy. Every correct ranking has a hierarchy. The hierarchy doesn't necessarily mean that this one is better. But because the chair is used for this purpose, so it takes the center stage of the pallor. Not because the chair is better than the, the doormat, but because from usefulness, the chair should not be outside. It should not be at the entrance of the door. It should be at the pristine location, the center of the room. So ranking is one of the fundamental principles of order. If you must have order in your home, in your life, in a community in heaven, there should be ranking. Where there's no ranking, then people just do what they want and do things anyhow. In a home, there's ranking. In society, there's ranking. In heaven, there's ranking. In your family, there's ranking. In the body of Christ, there's ranking. Christ, the fivefold, and the rest. I know this is very unpopular, but I must say this so we all understand this. So, that's what I wanted to say that we should just get all of this. Now, let's get to the question and let's just go fast and wrap up. Are all Christians called to the fivefold ministry? I feel led to just highlight this last part. Please, we are not all the same. We are the same in terms of nature, but we are not the same in terms of sacrifice. The level of sacrifice that God imposed on the fivefold because of the height of their work and you know all of that is very demanding. So because of the sacrifice, it takes them away to a different category all by themselves. So make sure that you are very careful how you relate with people. Use wisdom. Don't be garnished and use your culture and way things are done around you to foil the plan that God has for your life. So, are all Christians called to the fivefold ministry? No. Emphatically, no. No, no, no. So what do the rest have to do now? By rest, I mean if I'm not in the fivefold ministry, so what should I be doing? There is a whole thing on um, the seven mountains of influence. I will not go into detail, but you can do your own research. I'm just going to highlight them. You know, God has sent us into the nations, into the world, and there are basically seven cadres or seven compartments or seven activity levels that make up human endeavor or what people are doing on a daily basis. So this has come to be referred to the seven mountains of influence. Basically, if Jesus Christ has to dominate or if the body of Christ has to fill the earth and reclaim the earth for Christ physically and actively, we have to now dominate these seven mountains of influence. Number one is family. Number two is religion. Number three is education. Number four is media. Number five is entertainment. Number six is business. And number seven is government. Let me repeat. Number one is family. The family mountain. Number two is the religion mountain. Number three is the education mountain. Number four is the media mountain. Number five is the entertainment mountain. Number six is the business mountain. And number seven is the government mountain. So, I'm trying so much not to get into it because everyone, there is a mountain that professionally, like practically professionally, you are in. So, that is where your ministry finds expression. The rest. Remember, the fivefold they are there to equip you and to mature you. And the maturity there has a definite component. They mature you to the point where you become the full expression of the Christ. So that you go into your mountain and Christ through your body fills that mountain with himself. Remember, that's the goal. So not all of us are caught to fivefold. 
The fivefold are there, handpicked by Christ, chosen by him, and trained by him. Of course, they can go to Bible school and seminary, but he has a strong hand in their formation and also in their commission. A strong hand in their formation, in their transfiguration, and in their commission. Because they cannot develop it to become the express image of Christ when they are not themselves. You can't give what you don't have. So, but why do we have all this confusion? There is so much confusion in the body of Christ about this fivefold, and this has led to a lot of dishonor, a lot of division. Though God has granted me the grace to make some corrections, but I don't want to come off as that. So there's a lot of confusion. Many in the fivefold, not like fivefold from that God has chosen, but like I said, because we now go to school and we have a certificate, or we just think that it's a cool thing to do because of the authority and the honor that pastors and prophets and all the like have, people just get there by will. And before you know, there's a lot of discrepancy happening, and they tend to use the people of God, they tend to misuse the people of God, they tend to want to make them to be subservient to them, building a whole arsenal around them. By default, that is not the way it should be. And also from the other people, the body of Christ, now there have been a distrust and disconnect and now there's a revendication that, oh, we are all equal and, you know, infighting here and there. So you have now business professionals who are creating their own group, not like seceding, but they are just on their own and they are doing their work of ministry among themselves. And you have the fivefold who are here. So there's a lot of disconnect and all of that, but all of that, I believe, is largely from genuine ignorance. Largely genuine ignorance. Because one thing that God told me clearly is that my people must be taught everything. Don't think because you have a first degree you know. I should not think because I have a master's or PhD I know. Always ask God for his perspective and you'll be shocked at what God will tell you. What you think is very normal and common but God's angle is so different. And also because largely many operate in the flesh from the human perspective. Even in the fivefold and in the body of Christ, largely many operate still from the flesh. So anything that is done from human perspective always has a very big element of death in it because there's so much discrepancy in the stuff. So I just thought that we should address the confusion because the goal of this podcast also, like I said, give you understanding, release a spirit that backs my voice. And number two, union. We respond correctly towards others and towards Christ. We respond correctly. Union between the fivefold and the body. That's the goal. So you respond to your pastor correctly. You respond to the person that God has sent to you correctly. So the thing I want us to now understand as we are wrapping up is the order and sequence of operations of the body of Christ or in the body of Christ. The overall body. The order and sequence of operation. The reason for this is because I want you to see where the fivefold comes in and what their presence leads to and where the entire body now comes in and what their operation leads to so i can also call this the organigram you know the operational organigram of the body of christ the operational organigram yes that's a better rendition it's more hypey and corporate the operational organigram of the body of christ so number one is that christ is the head Jesus Christ is the head and gives gifts to the church through the fivefold ministry. Of course, we have the Father being the but I want to just take it from Christ. Christ is the head and he gives gifts to the church. Oh, please hear this. He gives gifts to the church through the fivefold ministries. The fivefold ministries are a gift to the church. Then the church is a gift to the world. Follow the sequence, please. Jesus gives gifts men offices by men i mean male female jesus gives gifts men offices to the church and this church now build and mature the body and this body now is a gift to the world so christ is the head and gives gifts to the church through the fivefold number two the fivefold ministry has the mandate to equip the rest for their work of ministry to their world and mature them until they attain the full measure of christ the first is Christ is the head and he gives gifts through the fivefold to the church. And the fivefold has a mandate to equip the rest of the body for their work of ministry to their world. 
and to mature them until they attain the full measure of Christ. Twofold assignment. And number three, the rest of the body now. The rest being equipped and transfigured into the image of Jesus Christ introduces life, culture, and name into their world with the goal that all should be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. These are Christ's gifts to the world or to the earth. The rest of the body, the church now. Very important. So Christ is the head and gives gifts to the church through the fivefold ministry. The fivefold ministry, apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, teacher. Their role and assignment is to equip the rest of the body for the work of ministry to their world or in their world and mature them. This is the critical component of their work. And to mature them until they attain the full measure of Christ. Because they rest now being transfigured into the full measure of Christ, fully filled with the fullness of God, now go into their world and present in their business through their career in government as parliamentarians, as senators, as presidents, as directors of companies, as secretary of states, as prime ministers, as employees, as cleaners, as gardeners. They now introduce the life the culture and the name of Jesus Christ in their world with the goal that all should be saved, should come to know Christ and should come to the full knowledge of the truth of the word of God. So this now, the rest of the body becomes now Christ's gift to the world or to the earth. So Christ has two gifts. The first gift is the fivefold ministry to the church. The second gift now, after the fivefold ministry has worked on the church and matured them to become the full expression of Christ, Christ now gives the rest of the body, the church, to the world as a gift. Now, these are the ones who are the light of the world. They are the salt of the earth. They are the ones who get into the nooks and crannies of society and transform it for Christ. Not the fivefold. The assignment of the fivefold is focusing on the church. But again, Jesus Christ can call someone in the fivefold and send them in business. They must not be in church. So, let me just say this because I talked of the seven months of influence and we have the religion. It doesn't mean now that the fivefold are in religion. No. So, think of it this way. It's like Moses being the high priest, then you have priests. The fivefold are in a class of their own. They are not in religion and tied there, no. But most likely you will find them there because that's the body that represents directly the interests of God in terms of where people are being trained. It's the church. But it doesn't mean that the fivefold, they represent now religion. No. You have those who are in religion professionally, who have been trained to be there, maybe as ushers, as pastors, as priests, as singers, and the rest. The fivefold ministry are in a class of themselves. It's like you have ambassadors, you have different kinds of ambassadors. You have ambassador normal, then you have ambassador plenipotentiary. You have different kinds of ambassadors. So the fivefold are in a different class of themselves, and their role now is to impact all the seven mountains through the body. But those who go into the religion mountain professionally, because they have been trained and to do that, they now function in the religion mountain. But the fivefold are beyond that because God can send them out of that mountain and send them into a mountain. Like I said, it's like Moses. Moses is the high priest. Moses really was not like, okay, you had Aaron and the rest taken care of. You have the tribe of Levi taking care of the temple and God chose them to serve him. But Moses was a man set apart. That's what it means to be a man of God. He had been set apart, caught from everybody. And he was the one dealing with God personally on a one-to-one basis. And he would take the revelations from God and reveal it to the priests and to everybody. So he was not equal with the priests in the temple, with Aaron and the rest. No, he was a man cut off in his own class altogether. That's why when Aaron and Miriam have a lesson called the error of Miriam. When Aaron and Miriam, they rebelled against him and were murmuring against Moses, God came down and said, with you, I just talk in a particular way. But with Moses, I talk with him one-on-one. He was making a difference between Moses and them. But they were already being confused. That, oh, we two are priests and we are of the same level with Moses. And God said, no, nada. That's not how it happens. Moses is in a different class by himself. You are in a different order and I'm using you. But don't confuse this relationship. So that's what was happening. So I hope you've gotten the operational organigram of the body of Christ. Christ the head gives gifts to the church through the fivefold ministry. The fivefold ministry, the assignment is to equip the body and to equip the body to do their work of ministry in their world. And number two, to mature them till they become the full expression of Christ bodily. 
And number three, the third level now, you have the rest of the body being equipped and transfigured into the image of Christ Jesus, introduces life, culture, and name into their world with the goal that all become saved in their world and come to the knowledge of the truth enthroning the culture of God in every sphere. It's very important we understand that. So let me re-emphasize Ephesians chapter 4, but from verse 9 to 10 from the New Living Translation. Let's read Ephesians chapter 4, verse 9 to 10 from the New Living Translation. Then we'll read Ephesians chapter 1 from verses 21 to 23 from the same New Living Translation. So Ephesians chapter 4 from verses 9 to 10 from the New Living Translation. 9. Notice that it says, He ascended, meaning Christ. He ascended. This clearly means that Christ also descended to our lower world or to our lowly well 10 and the same one who descended is the same one who ascended higher than all the heavens that he might fill the entire universe with himself that's why i said with the fivefold ministry the second component of the assignment which is to mature the believers to be fully filled with the fullness of god is the most critical part because christ wants to fill the entire universe with himself not with you with himself and that happens when you give him access to your body you die to yourself and he lives his life through you the body of christ doesn't have a money problem the body of christ doesn't have any other problem the body of christ has a body problem because yes we are saying christ is lord and savior of my life but we have still retained our bodies by living our lives by our own terms we have refused to die because in the contract that we ratify so to say when we become born again, Christ is Lord and Master of my life, meaning he owns you. And as he owns you, he says, die to yourself. And dying to yourself means that you reduce yourself to the lowest level zero and Christ increases in your body a hundred percent. That's why John the Baptist gave the template. He must increase and I decrease. That's a template. There's no room for two. I know there's a song that I love. I'll make room for two. You and I, Jesus, you are all that matters. You are all that matters. I love that song, but it's not room for two. It's room for one. It's either you are present and his influence in your body is reduced to zero, or it's either you die to yourself. As he increases, you must decrease. John said he must increase and I decrease. That's a template. And you must decrease until you are down to zero, dead. And he must increase until he is up to 100%, complete dominion in your body. So you will see that when you understand this, you will not go to church and all you're looking for is breakthrough and you're looking for some funny things, you know, which are important or which are good but are not expedient. They are not the essence of what you should be doing in church or what you should be seeking in church. And also to we who are pastors, we will now know what to do week in, week out to mature the people of Christ or the people of Jesus Christ. It's very important. Christ wants to fill the entire universe with himself. So let's read Ephesians chapter 1 verses 21 to 23, New Living Translation, 21. Now he is far, he, Jesus Christ, now Jesus is far above any ruler or authority or power or leader or anything else, not only in this world but also in the world to come. Just reading that, I'm already having chills. Let me control myself. Let's go verse 22. God has put all things under the authority of Christ and has made him head over all things for the benefit of the church. The reason why God has put everything under Christ is because of the church, meaning that as Christ has dominion over all things, the church has dominion over all things. Now verse 23 is the hook. And the church is his body. It is made full and complete by him who fills all things everywhere with himself. This is so important. I wish you can grasp this. Don't just listen to my voice. Let me tell you, before you listen to any podcast, any episode here, pray. Pray that God should grant you an encounter with his word. The word of God is not just to be listened and heard. Beyond even being understood, it's to be received. There is the hearing and understanding component that comes that the Holy Spirit can only give. And there's an impartation into your spirit that the word of God gives by releasing the spirit that is backing that word into your spirit. And the church is his body. It is made full and complete by Christ. Meaning, the goal of Christ is to fill the church with himself. Then now, Christ, who is full in the church, fills all things everywhere with himself. This is so important because the result of all this, the organigram of, you know, that I mentioned, the three sequence and the three levels and Christ being filled into everyone in the church and they now carrying Christ to their world and filling their world with his culture, name and life. 
the result is to actively convert the kingdoms of this world to the kingdoms of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. To take back ownership actively. It has been done already when Christ came spiritually. But now we must take back the dominion of the earth to Christ. It's very important because as of now, the kingdoms of the earth are still not Christ's because we still have the demon spirits who are working with those in power, not all of them, to subjugate the people of the earth into abject poverty and to impose the culture of the devil. So the clash that we have is the clash of cultures, the culture of God and the culture of the devil. And the culture of the devil is synonymous with the culture of human beings. So let's read Revelation chapter 11 verse 15. We are almost done. Revelation chapter 11 verse 15 from the NKJV. Then the seventh angel sounded and there were loud voices in heaven saying, The kingdoms of this world have become the kingdoms of our Lord and of his Christ and he shall reign forever and ever. The kingdoms of this world. In the Passion Translation, the side note, it says the kingdom, the various mountains have now been taken over back by Christ. The kingdoms of this world have become the kingdoms of our Lord and of his Christ and he shall reign forever and ever. That's the goal. It's not for you to have breakthrough, to have a nice house and a nice car. Those things are good, but it's not the goal. The goal is for Cameroon to come to the total dominion of Christ through his culture and his life. It's for Spain to come to the total dominion of Christ through his culture and his life. It's for Singapore. It's for Germany. It's for Belgium. It's for the USA. It's for India. It's for Ireland. It's for France. It's for the UAE. It's for Namibia. It's for Poland. It's for all this country to come to the oneness, the culture of Christ and his life. That's the goal. So when we spend our time praying for breakthrough, asking God for breakthrough, and just because we want to live a good life, and they will start singing song, he has buttered my bread and sugared my tea, we are still at a very, very low level of operation with Christ. By now, we should have gone beyond that. We should have. So let's read the same Revelations 11.15 from the Passion Translation. Then the seventh angel sounded his trumpet, and a loud voice broke forth in heaven, saying, The kingdom of the world has become the kingdom of our Lord and of his anointed one. He will reign supreme for an eternity of eternities. And this also enables Jesus. By this I mean the sequence of the operational organigram by Christ releasing the fivefold, training the body for their work of ministry and maturing them to become by the Holy Spirit, maturing them to be filled with the fullness of God in their body. And now the rest of the body goes now to the seven mountains of influence and influence their mountain with the life, the nature and the culture of Christ in their world. So those three steps, they will lead to reconquering or taking back the territories to Christ, the culture of God being dominant in those mountains and in those territories. And overall, now this comes back to the original purpose of Christ. This enables Jesus Christ to complete his assignment. And most of us don't know that Christ has an assignment. Jesus has an assignment that has been given to him. And if you are one with him, if you are born again and you are one with him, his assignment is your assignment. That's why I have a problem, I keep repeating it, when people say to find your purpose, get your passion. You get your purpose in Christ through him and you build passion for that. Yes, you can use your passion to do things. I'm not saying passion is bad, but what's the motivation behind it? But get your purpose from him. And most of us don't know that Jesus Christ had an assignment that had been given to him. But today, God has helped us to know that. And we'll know that from the following verse. So all of this is helping Jesus Christ to complete his assignment. And what is the assignment of Jesus Christ? You'll be asking. Let's read Isaiah chapter 9 from verses 6 to 7. Isaiah chapter 9 from verses 6 to 7 from the Passion Translation. Follow keenly. And a child has been born for us. A son has been given to us. This line. The responsibility of complete dominion will rest on his shoulders. Complete dominion of what? Complete dominion of the earth. That's why they said, teach us how to pray. And they said, pray in this manner. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Jesus Christ has this notion parambulating his being and determining what he does and what he did and what he's still doing. Complete dominion will rest upon his shoulders. 
That's the burden that Christ is carrying. Even now as he's seated by the right hand of the Father, that's the responsibility that he's carrying to ensure that there is complete dominion of the culture of heaven in earth. First, in everybody, then through everybody in every territory. By body, I mean human bodies. Let me go back to it and read. Verse 6, A child has been born for us. A son has been given to us. The responsibility of complete dominion will rest on his shoulder. The shoulder is the church. Are you saying? In the body, Christ is the head. And from the shoulder going down is the rest of the body. So the responsibility of complete dominion is yes, the head's responsibility, but he has called us to join partnership and he has put it on our shoulder the rest of the body so if the head has to do its work as god intends it to do then the body from the shoulder has to do their work imagine if the head says pick this bottle of water and the hand cannot pick it the body is unfruitful if the head says run and the feet cannot move and the hands cannot swing then the body is unfruitful to the head so the productivity of the head depends on how the shoulder going down responds to instruction from the head. We are wrapping up. The responsibility of complete dominion will rest on his shoulders and his name will be the wonderful one, the extraordinary strategist. Ooh, wonderful. The mighty God, the God of eternity, the Prince of Peace. 7. Great and vast is his dominion. Are we saying again? Dominion is the key, is the goal. Great and vast is his dominion. He will bring immeasurable peace and prosperity. He will rule in David's throne and over David's kingdom to establish and uphold it by promoting justice and righteousness from this time forward and forevermore. The marvelous passion that the Lord Yahweh, commander of angel armies, has for his people will ensure that it is finished. So he's saying that the assignment of Christ will be carried out whether we like it or not. And it's a reason why God is bringing this notion and this idea to you now. Because now you can receive it. Now you can understand it. You have been in church all these years and you have been wallowing in religiosity and in religion and you have been wondering what else is the essence of my living in Christ. And now you have this podcast coming to you and this revelation being released into your spirit. Now you can receive it. Now you can understand it. So change the way you relate with God. Change the way you relate with the church and in church. Know that God wants your body. Money is the least thing you can give to God because he doesn't need it. God can command anybody who doesn't even know him to give to his church, to give to his work. He can do it because he's the, he's the father of spirits and he controls the hearts of every man. God doesn't have the money problem. The body of Christ doesn't have a money problem. So stop praying for money and praying for this. The problem that God has and that the body has is a body problem. Not all body, very few bodies in the body of Christ have died to themselves and have yielded themselves to the controlling authority of Jesus Christ to be fully filled with him in their body so he can live his life through them that's a problem right now many of us have money and god is saying give one million to this person give two million francs give one million dollars to this person or five hundred thousand dollars to this person and you are saying no, it's too much why because you are not dead in your body so you are fighting with the will of god and the command of god that he's given you because money is not a problem is our yieldedness and our dying to ourselves that's a problem we have not yet handed our bodies to christ for him to use we are still in control of our bodies and we are just being religious with him with all due respect so are all christians called to the fivefold ministry no the fivefold are a class of themselves and they are a gift from christ the church and the assignment of the fivefold is to equip the body of christ for their own work of ministry and to mature them so that they are fully filled with the fullness of god and now this rest of christians are deployed to the world in and through the seven months of influences to bring the life the nature and the culture of god in those mountains reclaiming those mountains back to christ so that the world can actively and physically become the kingdoms of god and of his christ and that the assignment of christ is completed the assignment of complete dominion god having complete dominion in the earth and when this is done, the Bible says Christ will return the earth back to God because the work would have been done. So join us as we do this work. Stop being religious. Stop being, I am Pentecostal, I am Catholic, I am Baptist. I'm all. Those things are good. But the word of God is calling us to a higher life, a higher calling, a higher reason for living, a higher way, a higher culture. So, thank you very much for tuning in. God has a way of always leading us. And you can read 
just for your own benefit read psalms 2 psalms 2 starting from verse 1 to 10 or verse 1 to 8 from the pattern translation you'll find there again the assignment of christ where the rulers of the earth they come together and they are trying to secede from god and they are trying to cut their limbs from god and it says he who sits in the heaven laughs and he gives an injunction that he's sending the christ to deal with them and jesus christ owns up and says i have come to reveal the purpose of god which is to bring back complete dominion of the earth that's removed now these earthly rulers who have signed partnership with demon spirits and bring in people who are loyal to him in seats of power from government to business to politics to all the realms of society so that we'll have complete dominion and this will happen whether we like it or not whether they like it or not whether you join us or not i'm already in are you in that's a question you have to answer that for yourself and i wish that you move from just being religious to being truly a son that god is looking up to thank you once again Apia, for this question and thank you all again for being there listening please share listen to this repeatedly listen to this creatively listen to this with the community and ask your questions and like i said we are open to come to any territory and you know share this word with you if you like even on zoom or something but you know if you want us to be there and that's what really what we prefer because there's one thing when you have that communion physically so you can reach out to us you have the contact details in the show notes through social media and even the call the phone number is there i'll not call it here but the phone number is in the show notes you can get there and call and a team member is going to pick it up and we're going to see what's possible then we can schedule something and we have that working god bless you let's pray Lord, help us. Lord, thank you very much, first of all. Thank you very much for this podcast. I want to thank you, Lord, for using my voice and my body. I want to thank you for wisdom. Lord, you know, I can't take credit for all the things that you're teaching me and I'm saying here. It's not because I read. It's not because I'm cultured and I comb so many books, but it's because, Holy Spirit, you're always there to reveal these things to me, distilling them in my spirit and opening me up to new vistas in you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Father. Lord, help us and teach us our place in your Earth Dominion program because now we know that the Earth Dominion program is the biggest program that you have. Teach us our place. Teach us how you want us to interact. Teach us how you want us to go about things. Lord, forgive us for just relying on our own understanding and relying on our own strength, on our own skill to make sure that things work out. Forgive us for just living our life from our human perspective and just being carnal and being religious. Lord, forgive us. Lord, create in us an inordinate passion for your word, which is able to build us up until we are transfigured to be the express image of your person to our world. Lord, help us. Your word is there to build us. But Lord, we are not as passionate about your word as we should have been. Lord, teach us and give us that passion for your word in the name of Jesus. Lord, amplify in us the courage to die to our humanity so that we can express the complete extent of your divinity in and through our bodies. Lord, forgive us for glorifying our humanity to the expense of your divinity in our bodies, to the expense of having your life parambulating every ounce of our being, filling us fully with who you are and what you represent. Lord, help us to die to ourselves in the name of Jesus. Lord, empower us with an excellent spirit so we can excel in the marketplace for you empower us with an excellent spirit like daniel who had an excellent spirit and was at the helm of authority close to the king serve many kings lord help us empower us with that spirit that everything we do we are doing it with the notion of demonstrating your excellences and perfections in and through everything we do even the works that come out of our hand the quality of our thoughts the quality of our speech the quality of our deeds in the name of jesus Lord, use our bodies, take over our minds, and fill us completely with yourself. So through our bodies, you can fill the whole universe with yourself. Thank you, Father. What a privilege to know these things. What a privilege to have you release and open these new vistas to us. And Lord, I pray for your people. I pray for you listening that as you're going forth, the Holy Spirit is opening your understanding to his word. Your eyes will perceive new things. Your ears will hear new things in the name of Jesus. This podcast, as you listen to it, as you encounter it, as you engage with it repeatedly, God is releasing into your spirit the spirit that is backing off these words. In the name of Jesus, you're maturing to become the full expression of Christ Jesus. And as you go everywhere, in your company, in whatever thing you're doing, you're being favored. You have the spirit of excellence. 
excellent work beyond measure and they will have no choice but to give you the seat of honor in your company over time. God is positioning you to influential spaces and realms for his glory. I speak into your life, healing. I speak into your body, favor. I speak into your spirit, the life and the character of God. In the name of Jesus, every disease that's barricading your life is finding a way out right now. The word of God is bringing everything out. Every organ that has died in your body has received new life right now because the word of God is a person and he works to release the life of God in your body. In the name of Jesus, I decree and declare that you are going forward from today. Every gate that was shut against you, I come by the rod of a higher priesthood and I shatter those gates in the name of Jesus and I propel you to go forward in life. Go forward in your destiny. Go forward in everything that God has called you to do. You have strange ideas and visitations, ideas to create wonderful inventions, witty inventions that the world will not gainsay. You are going forward. God is using you to enthrone himself in your world for his glory. Thank you, Father. Be glorified in and through Jesus' name. We pray. Amen. Thank you to all. Again, wonderful session. I've been slow Ngoleswe, and it's always a thrill for me to do what I'm doing and to make sure we distill understanding. God bless you all. I'm signing out. See you next week, Wednesday. I said we are now on Wednesdays. I'll release this now Wednesdays. See you next week, Wednesday. Cheers. Bye-bye. this episode was instructive and that you've learned a thing or two, please feel free to send in your questions using the Q&A button if you're on Spotify or use the link in the show notes below if on Apple Podcast or any other player. Getting value from this podcast, consider doing the following steps. Step 1. Leave a review after the show notes below. And step 2. Share with your friends and loved ones via your social media platforms. Also, consider showing some love by supporting us by giving towards the development of other programs using the appropriate link in the show notes as well. Do you want to share a personal message with Solomon Ray? For your testimonials and message of gratitude, use the appropriate link in the show note below to send your voice note. We truly love you and believe in you and the person you are becoming in Christ Jesus. Till then, have a blessed day ahead and remember, Jesus Christ is counting on you to influence your world for him. God bless you.